Every day they did what's called Trumas Hadeshen by Kriyas Hagever. Kriyas Hagever was early in the, like before Alois, very early time in the middle of the night. Technically, we're going to see in the Gemara what Kriyas Hagever is. Who around the Kriya Sagever time, either before it or after it. That's when they did Shuma Sadashan. Shuma Sadashan was they would go to the Mizbech, they would take off a fistful of Deshen and put it next to the Kevish and it would get swallowed up by the ground. That was the Avaida called Shumas Hadashan. So every day they would do it by Kriya Sagever. It was the first Avaida of the day. And in Kippur, they would do it from Chatzais earlier in the night. Over Regalim, Me'ashmayri Shaina. On Regalim, they did Ashmayri Shaina again. Back to Brachas. Ashmayri Shaina, they did it in the beginning of third Ashmaya, which Yibarach Hashem Sadim Asachas Brachas, Abelazar Shita. You can only say Kriyashma till Ashmayri Shaina. But Ashmayri Shaina is a third, three, according to one sheet, there's three Mishmaris in the night we had in Brachas. So that would be this man when they did the uh, the Yitzhuma uh, Sadashin by Regal, the Gemara is going to explain why. would not begin, you wouldn't have Kriyas Hagever by Regalim, we're going to say, we're going to explain the Gemara why the Gemara needs this, why the mission needs this. But the mission is saying that Kriyas Hagever by Regalim came when the Azara was already packed. Everybody already packed into the Azara by Kriyas Hagever when it came Regalim. Everybody was there. They wanted to bring their Kabbanas. They wanted to be the first one online. So everybody came already by Kriyas Hagever. And the Gemara is going to explain why this is relevant to what the mission is coming to teach us. Tanan Asam, the Mishnah says in Meseches Vachim, Bez Hashem, we're going to learn, we are going to know Meseches Vachim in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKadosh. And we're going to see over there a halacha that a varim have to be burned on the Mizbech. Let's say an aver falls off the Mizbech. Do you have to put it back on? Or could you say, okay, you already were at a yates of burning, you could just uh, throw it out and finish. So it depends. If it's completely burned, then it's, a, it's not an aver anymore. If it's not completely burned, you have to put it on. There's some kind of avarim that are in between. They're partially burned. So then the Gemara in Yuma, the Gemara in Yuma says that there's a halacha called chatzos. By chatzos, an aver, which is in between, it's not completely burned, but it's not, it's not totally fresh, it's called chatzos oiseikol. It's a sugi in Mesech Vachim that by chatzos, if it was on the Mizbech, by chatzos, it's considered like it's deshen, and you're ready, you could put it into the deshen, you could ready throw it out, you don't have to burn it anymore. That's by an aver, which is in between, not fresh, but not completely burned. Let's see the Gemara inside. A varim shepakul me'agabi mizbech, and a varim that came off right the mizbech was fiery. Things jump off. So Melo, something jumped off the mizbech. Kaidim chatzais. Yeah, so if it fell off before chatzais, you have to put it back. Because chatzais is this man that turns it into deshen. Before chatzais, it's you have to put it back. U and behem you have me'ila, because it still has an avayda to be done to it. The rule of me'ila is anything that has an avayda to be done to it is there's a concept of me'ila. Liachar chatzais. If it fell off after chatzais, la yachzer, you don't have to put it back. There's no meila because chatzais is oise equal. Chatzais makes it as if it is burned up. How do you know this concept? Where does this concept come from? And we're going to see in a minute, it has to do with this Gemara, this mission that we just learned. Minan Emili, how do you know this concept? The Pasuk says that you burn the whole night. 
you burn uh, the 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 avarim on the mizbech. The pasuk also sounds like you do trumas hadashen a whole night. It seems to be a stira in the pasuk. Do you do the 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 the, the pasuk says he biker. So we that then that, that's one pasuk, and then the pasuk says vehirim vehirim So we darshan trumas hadashen. The chayra is going back on kalalayla. You do trumas hadashen a whole night. Or do you do Chumas or do you do Haktara a whole night? Which one? Chumas means it's finished. It's already Dashen. Haktara means it's not finished. So which one is it? Is it, is it Haktara a whole night or is it Chumas a whole night? So it seems to be a stira. Hakate said, how do we answer this stira? Chalkeo split the night in half. Chetzila Haktara. Half the night is still considered a virem and you have to still burn it. And the other half of the night is considered Dashen and you could do Chumas Dashen on it. So now that's how you know. That you that at chatzois chatzois is also equal and a male by chatzois it becomes dasha. The problem is our Mishnah says not like that. Every day you do Trumas Hadashan by Kriya Sagever, which is later in the night. So that's good. You could do Trumas Hadashan later. You do from Chatzais, also makes sense. You do from the Ashmai Rishain in the beginning of the night. If you want to say Chatzais, how could you do Chumas Adashin by Regalim? Before Chatzais, you just told me that Chumas Adashin has to be done at Chatzais. So, obviously, you're learning the Joshua wrong. Ela Amr Rabbi Yechanan the Josh is differently. Mimash Mishen Emer Kalalayla. So the Rashi speaks out that part of the Gemara is missing, really, and the Gemara means to say like this: You have a stira. One pasuk says you do Haktara a whole night. One pasuk says you do Haram a whole night. You know what the answer is? You could do both. You could do Haktara a whole night. You could do Haram a whole night. Meaning Truma Sadash and Miyakar Adin. You could do a whole night. You could also do Haktara a whole night. That's the way Rabbi Yechanan is answering the stira. Now Rabbi Yechanan is coming to explain how do I know this concept called Chatzoyis. Where did I get this concept that halfway through the night, any aver which is partially done is considered like deshen, and I could just throw it, I could just put it into the deshen, I don't have to burn it anymore. So Rabbi Yechanan is explaining the drusha for that. I mean, Shumas deshen, Rabbi Yechanan already said, it lasted a whole night, even though the Gemara doesn't speak this out. That's a Rashi learns that Shumas deshen we already know. Now, how do you know the concept called Chatzais Eiseikol? So you learn that from this pasuk. Shenemer Kol Alayla the pasuk. Mimash Shenemer Kol Alayla. The pasuk says Kol Alayla Ad Habayker. You do it a whole night till the morning. So it says Kol Alayla. Any idea? Shuad Habayker. Don't I know that it's till the morning? Uma Tamalaymer Ad Habayker. Why does the Torah have to stress? Yet it's a whole night till the morning. It burns a whole night till the morning. We darshin Tain Baker Le Baker Shalila. Instead of being the morning, which is the literal morning, add another biker. Add add something to the night which is considered part of the Haktara. Meaning, add a, don't say that it should burn a whole night. Say it should burn. Tain biker le biker What is a biker le biker What are you going to add? The Gemara holds misvaya. Uh, that would be chatzos. That means when you, be, you normally, the, if the pasuk would say kalalayla, it means you're burning a whole night. But because it says adabayker, it's adding to say that you don't burn a whole night, you, learn, you burn till what's called biker. So usually biker means the morning, but here because it says the extra word adabayker, it means to add 
part of the night which would be the end of burning. What is, the, what is that biker? Which biker are you going to add? You're going to add six hours. You're going to move the clock up to 12 o'clock. And at 12 o'clock, it's considered that it's already mukter. It's considered that it's already dashen. And that's how you know that at chatzois, anything which is partially done is considered dashen. And you could throw it into the dashen. That is Rabbi Yechanan's mikar. So therefore what? So what does Rabbi Yechanan say? Chumas Hadashan could be done the entire night. That's what Rabbi Yechanan is coming to say. Meikar Adin, Chumas Hadashan could be done the entire night. Hilkach. Bechal, Yayim Tarim Adasam is Beach by Kriya Segever. Every morning you do Chumas Hadashan by Kriya Segever. There's no reason you have to get up so early. You get up to Kriya Segever, that's fine. You can do Chumas Hadashan then. That's enough. But Yemek Kippurim, the Ika Cholsha the Kaingadol. Yem Kippur, when the Kaingadol is very weak, Avdin and Mechatzais. You do it from Chatzais. Now there's a big Machlaikis Rishayim if the Kaingadol has to do the Chumas Hadashan. Because Kubi Chumas Hadashan is not considered an Avaid of Yem Kippur. Kubi the Kaingadol. The Kaingadol has to do all the Avaidis. But Kubi Chumas Hadashan is not considered an Avaidis Hayoim. Kubi the Kaingadol does not have to do it. So if you look at Taisis, Taisis says it's Mashma from here that the Kaingadol has to do Chumas Hadashan. Because we're saying because the Kaingadol is weak, so they did Shumas Hadashan already from Chatzais. If the Kangal doesn't have to do it, who cares? You can do whatever you want. A different kind can do it. So Taisa seems to prove that from here, that is a concept of Chulsha, and the Riva disagrees. It's a big discussion, the Rishayinah, but it's interesting, not every Avayda didn't necessarily have to be done on Yom Kippur, and we're going to see the reason why it's relevant, because the Gemara, the Mishnah later, is going to discuss the piyasis, the, re- the lotteries that they made in the Beis HaMektesh. And there's a big machleik as Rishayinim, did they make those lotteries on Yom Kippur too? If the Kaingal had to do everything, there's no reason to make a lottery. The Kaingal is doing everything in Zayit Gezun. But if there were some Avaydas that the Kaingal did not do, for example, Shumis Hadashan, so it's possible they did lotteries for these Avaydas, and that would be totally in the Machleik as Rishayinim. But Taisus proves from this Gemara, seemingly this Gemara seems to say, Chumas Hadashan had to be done by the Kaingado, and that's why they started from Chatzais. They wanted to get him an early start to the day. Over Regalim, on Regalim, the Nefishi you saw, there's a lot of Yidin there, Unifishi Karbanis, a lot of Karbanis, Ma'avdin and Me'ashmayas or Ishaina. They start from the first Hashmaira, and why? Because you want to make sure you want to take over the Chumas Hadashan. Then you want to clean off the Ma'racha to get it all ready to start right away in the morning to be able to have room for the Karbanis. And yesterday's Karbanis, there were a lot of Karbanis yesterday, so Mel, they want to get the day started earlier, so they used to do Chumas Hadashan earlier in the night. And that's why the Mishnah says what the Mishnah ends off. Kiddikatani time of the Mishnah ends off. The Mishnah says Kriya Segever didn't come until the Azariah was full of Yidin. Why is the Mishnah saying that? Why is that relevant for us to know? Tarot is to teach us that's why the, the Regalim were from Hashemar Yishayinah because everyone was hurrying and they started the day early. So now they had to get everything out of the way and they started with Chumas Hadashan right away in the beginning of the night. Now the Avaidas, they couldn't start till the day started. But Akapayim, they could clean off the Marakha. All these things they could do a whole night. And when the morning starts, they're ready to roll. They brought the Tamid and they brought all the Karbanis. And Amela, they, that's why the Chumas Hadashan was done earlier by Regala. Now this Gemara we had in Shkalim. Let's see it. So that Gemara, my Kriya Sagever. What does it mean, Kriya Sagever? Rav Omar Kara Gavra. Rav says it's referring to a human being. He called. He called out. He woke the up. We'll see in a minute what he said. That's what Rav says. Gever is a lotion of a man. Rav Shila Omar Kara Tarnagayla. Rav Shila says it means a Tarnagayl. It's referring to the Tarnagal. Hanais and Lesachivina. It's referring to the Tarnagal. Tarnagal made noise. That is. Uh, that's what it. That's what the uh, the, the that's what Kriya Sagever means. 
Rav Rav went to the city of Rav Shilo, and they didn't recognize him. They didn't know who he was. Now, I believe Rav Shilo, because he's called Rebbe Shilo, I believe he lived in Eretz Yisrael. Most of the Amiram that lived in Eretz Yisrael were called Rebbe. I have to check on my Shemul Sefer, so then it would make sense. Rav was in Eretz Yisrael, wasn't Bavel, so when he came to Eretz Yisrael, people didn't know who he was. He wasn't the grace of Rav. So Mela, he came, they didn't know who he was. So what happened? There was no Amira, there was no Meturgamon. The way they used to do it was, they didn't have amplifying systems. So the Rosh Shiva used to whisper to the uh, and he would say it over to everybody, explain it, expound on it, say it, Gishmak, that was the Meturgamon. So there was no one to be a Meturgamon for Avshila. So Mela, come Rav, Aleh, the Kamefarish, Rav, who was really more Chashev than Avshila, he got, he decided he'll be the Meturgamon. He got up and he explained. So what happened? The, it came in the middle of the Shir, it came Kriya Sagever. They were learning Mesechas Yuma. It came Kriya Sagever. So he explained, my Kriya Sagever, Karagavra. So Avshila told him Kriya Sagever, and Rav said to everybody, Karagavra, the man called out. So Avshila whispered to him, what's going on? Amalei Avshila, Falei Mamar, Kara Tarnagala. Avshila told him, you should say Tarnagal. Avshila is the one that holds the Tarnagal. So everyone was sitting there trying to figure out what's going on. What was the tumult by the, by this main, by the uh, dais over there? But that's what happened. Avshila was saying, Rav, you should say Kara Tarnagala. And Rav told him, Amalei, Avuv Lechari Zemer, a flute, that plays music that's considered like music for chari. Chari means a regular good kizunt a chash of a person. So a flute that's considered music for a chash of a person. Le gardoi le a gardoi a tailor a low low lower lower person is not mikabel this flute. If for a chash of a person it's considered music for a for a low guy it's not considered music. Why he explains hashed. When I would stand by Avchia, Rav was Avchia's nephew. When I would stand by Avchia, and I was his meturgamon, Umir Frishna, and I would explain my kriyas agaver karagavra. I would say that it means a man called Avchia would say nothing to me. What's wrong with Avchia? And we know in the Yerushalmi, Avchia is called Avchia Ruba. Avchia was a was a chashve um, in Eretz Yisrael. was considered a very chashve mensch. I was the meturgim of Avchia, and I said Karagavra. He didn't say boo. All of a sudden, you, I say Karagavra. You start giving me tzaris. What's wrong with you? What's the problem? So then he chapped who he was t- dealing with. Amalei Marni who Rav Yerav who was the, he knew Rav was the Amira was the meturgimon of Avchia. Neinachmar, sit down. It's not by kavodik for you to be my meturgimon. Rav should be Rav Shila's meturgimon. Doesn't pass. Amri Inshi, people say, if you're hired for him, if you're hired for somebody, do everything, do even a lowly job of like spinning his wool. You're hired for a guy to work for him for a day, do everything that he tells you to do. So maybe here, you're right. Maybe it doesn't pass. I'm up here already. I'm saying the drasha. I'm going to finish up. I'm going to finish up even though it's not Pakavadik. That's one shot what he said. You have to move up. If Rav's going to step down, so then someone else is going to get up. It's not going to be as chashiv as Rav. It's going to be a problem. So maybe you have to make sure that Rav stayed there so that it shouldn't be a problem. So let's say somebody making a convention. The way you had to set the speeches is Malam Akadish Falay Meridin. Right? So the the Gvirim have to speak last because the you move up and you move the more Khashivhevra have to speak last. You move it along, that's the Gmar's Mavur. Malam Akadish Lam Ridin, the way you set up the speakers are Malam Akadish. You have to move it up. It shouldn't be that after uh Emma Khashivid got up to speak, it shouldn't be that somebody else that's a little bit less Khashiv than him 
should speak after him. Apparently from the Gemara, you see there's a concept called Malam HaKadosh, Falei Marin, or the other option is that it only applies when it's Kadosh. And if it's not a situation that's maybe called Kadosh, maybe there's no concept of Malam HaKadosh. No, in Taira, there's such a thing. When it comes to, if you consider it to be a, mak, a matzav of Taira, then this, the Gemara says Malam HaKadosh, Lam Reed, in the all jokes aside, when you're making, when you're setting up, a guy's making a, a, a something, a really a tayr de kazakh, there's a halacha, ma'al makadish, and if it's time random, then in a there's no rule. But if it's ma'al makadish, he was talking about a shear, huh? Oh, very good. So you have to make, no, it's a bad sim. Sim is a ma'al makadish, is a kadosh. the Adam Chashiv has to speak afterwards. Let's stay in the Gemara. Zanta Gemara, Tanya, come and say the Rav. So he wasn't the Rashiv in Israel. He was the Rashiv in Babel. So I'm assuming this story took place in Israel. I don't know for sure. I'm assuming this story took place in Israel. So Mela wasn't considered my reader for him to, be cut, to get up and, sp- and do it. But the problem, when he would go down and somebody else would do it, that would be... Huh? Or, or it was in a different place. Meaning if he was Rashiv in Surah... Yeah, but he was in in Surah. Maybe it wouldn't pass. Where he was Rashiva, it wouldn't pass. But in a different place, he, he he's not being necessarily being murdered himself, even though it doesn't pass him to do. But he wasn't. It's not like in one place it went up, then it went down. It's he went from one position to the next. Could be that he held wouldn't be Malam Kaddish. Let me read it. We have a brisa like both of them. We had this in in Shkalim. What would Gvini Kruz say? He was one of the people that were listed in Shkalim. He would say, get up for would sing on the dochen. and the Yisrael would be maimed. They would stand there. Everyone had his job. Everyone get up and do your avayda. They were able to hear him three parts away. He had a very powerful voice. They were able to hear him three parts away. There was a story with Agrippas the king, one of the Malchei Beis Chashmanoi. He was coming on the road. He heard Gvini Kruz's voice three parts away. When he came to his house, Shigerle Matani, he sent him a Matani, he was very impressed with how he was being Ma'ir the Elam. Even though he was heard three parts away, the Kain Gadol is more Meshubach. Why? To Amar Mar, the Gemara says, we're going to have this Vaiter. The Kain Gadol said on Yom Kippur, he said, They were able to hear his voice in Yerichai. From Yerushalayim to Yerichai is ten parsa. So Mela, and you were still able to hear him ten parsa away. So you see, the Kain Gadol on number one is more Meshubach because it's ten parsa. Number two, the Kain Gadol is very weak. Tim Kipper, and still you're able to hear him ten parts away. And number three, one was by day, one was by night. At night, you could hear it very far away, and by day, you don't hear a voice doesn't travel so much by day, and still the Kangada was by day. Gvini was by night, right? He made the announcement by Kraisagever, which was at the end of the night. So that was easier. The voice travels further, like we'll see in a second. By day, the voice doesn't travel so far. And the Gemara says a fascinating concept. Why by day a person's voice doesn't travel so far. Why by day is the voice of a person not heard by day <coughs> like it's heard by night? Because the sun, when it goes through the sky, it's menaser, like 
cuts through, it's like saw, S-A-W, it saws through the sky, <coughs> like a carpenter that saws through cedars. When the sun goes through the sky, it doesn't just flow through, it's, 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 it's a serious uh, operation that it takes when it goes through, and a male that makes a lot of noise, and therefore that noise drowns out human beings' noise, and a male, that's why it's difficult to hear at, at, by day when the sun is traveling, it's difficult to hear a person's noise, even though we can't hear it, but Agapanam, apparently it's a very loud noise that would drown out other people's voices. If you look in the sun, you'll see these little pieces that are floating in the air, right? A person sees in the sunlight, you see little pieces that are floating. That's called Chirga de Yaima. The Chirga de Yaima, which the Gemara is assuming comes from the fact, not the Gemara is assuming, the Gemara says, comes from the fact that the sun grinds through the sky. So Melech makes these little pieces, and that's the pieces that you see. When you see sunlight, you see these pieces, that's where those pieces come from. The name of those pieces is Law. That's what it's called, Law. And he explains, he gives an interesting example. Fahaina de Karma Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar says, He's talking about the Rebbeinu Shalom. V'chol dairi ara kila chashivin. All the dayarim, all the people that live in the world are like law for the Rebbeinu Shalom. Law is that little pieces that float around. That's what Nebuchadnezzar was saying about the Rebbeinu Shalom. It's actually an amazing thing. If you look at the Pesukim, the Torah does not portray Nebuchadnezzar as a huge Russia. It's a pelo de Kazakh. If you look at the Pesukim, if you learn to the Pesukim, Bez Hashem, four minutes a day, we'll get there, Mitz Hashem, and Yerushalayim, Yerakadosh. But it's an amazing thing. The Torah does not portray, does not elaborate on the riches of Nebuchadnezzar. You have to know why, but it doesn't seem that from the Torah, from the Nevi'im, it doesn't seem that he was such a big Russia. Probably the reason is because it's irrelevant. His riches, what's relevant is that we did an Avera, and that's how we're thrown out. Who cares how, what a big Russia Nebuchadnezzar was? But it's interesting, you see Fakarat, he would praise the Rabbanu It's an interesting thing. I mean, he did things wrong, but the Torah doesn't like to put him into the garbage like we would think he would. We know it's from Chazal, but the Gemara doesn't seem to, the Sukkim don't seem to say that. But anyway, Nebuchadnezzar says the Rabbi Nishlam is like the, all the diary are, all the people that live here are like law, are like these little pieces. Clap it, Rabbi Nishlam. And the Gemara says a fascinating thing. Tana about it. El male galgal chama, if not for the, of the noise of the sun, nishma koil hamayna shoraymi. You'll be able to hear the tumult of Rome. Vil male koil hamayna shoraymi, if not for the tumult of Rome, nishma koil galgal chama. You'll be able to actually hear the sun going through, which basically means the sun going through demonstrates the Rabbi Nishlam's control of the world. Raimi demonstrates man's control of the world. And each one cancels the other one out. You can't hear, you can't realize the Rabbi Shalom controlling the world. You can't hear the noise of Galgal Chama because of the tumult of Manhattan. That's what, that's what stops people from realizing the Rabbi Shalom controls your life because of Kail Hamayna Shalami. And the Gemara says, Tanur Abanan, Shalish Kailis there are three voices that go from one side of the world to the other. The noise of the sun going through the sky. The noise of Manhattan. The noise of the tumult of Rome. So they brought some talk of silence. They came Corona and he silenced. But anyway, Huh? We, we hopefully, hopefully we heard it. And the voice of a neshama when it leaves the guf. I remember when my father was nifter, so everyone was busy 
This there, he's nifted because of this, this is because of that. My shver spoke about a shiva. He said, Amari the Kazakh, people forget about this. Guy died from corona. Guy didn't die from nothing. His neshama was Yitzim and Agov. That's what happens. But because scientists can't define the neshama, so now they have to have a different explanation. A scientist has no way of explaining why one guy was in this matzav and he died, and one guy was in that matzav and he didn't die. They have no way of explaining it because there's the neshama, and they can't measure the neshama. So, Mela, they're stuck. They have no way of figuring out why one guy dies and one guy, why does one guy's heart stop beating or one guy's brain, all of a sudden he died, he's clinic. He's dead, what happened, what, what changed, why all of a sudden did he die, his neshama left, but they don't believe in the neshama, so Mela, they don't hear it, but the Gemara says, Kerl neshama, is a huge noise, which should really go from Kerl, from one end of the world to the other, for the same reason, a child being born also really is a voice that goes from one... Because the point is it's a message that should be going from one end of the world to the other. A person uh, by birth realizes that they're going to show some control. The only... Huh? I mean, that's one way to explain it. But, no, it's true. Pashpashat, the Leida itself produces. Leida is something that gives a person a feeling. The doctors, most doctors at least, that deal with Leida believe that they understand that they don't really control. Most of them would admit it. Other doctors will not. But doctors that deal with Leida admit that they don't really are, they're really not in control. They try their best. They're really not in control. The Eishayim Afridaya. Some say Ridaya, which is the name of the Malach that puts the supplies water to the ground from on top and from on bottom. There's a malach that's in charge. He also makes noise. The noise of the neshama when it leaves the guf. It was too tumult for people to hear that noise. So they're in mevatle. So now that's why we don't hear that noise. This is according to Rav. Tanya Kavaseder of Shila, we have a Brysa like of Shila, that Christ Hagever means the chicken, the rooster, Hayait Saladarech, the Brysa says, someone that goes to the road, Kaidim Trikriya Sagever, before the chicken makes a noise, the rooster makes a noise, Dome Bereshe, he's responsible for his own Misa, Rabbi Yeshiaimer, why? Because he went out at night, there's Mazikim at night, it's dangerous. Rabbi Yeshiaimer, Achi Yeshana, Rabbi Yeshia says he has to, the Tarnagal has to do it twice, Vyeshai Machi Yeshalash, it has to do it three times. I guess they do it more than once. A regular, normal Tarnagal, that's when a person should go on the road. So you see over here, even though it says Kriya Segever, it's referring to a Tarnagal. It's a Brysa, like of Shila, that a Tarnagal, a Kriya Segever means a Tarnagal.